Hey everybody, I'm Dee Dee Lefrac. This is your daily unfiltered, uncensored podcast from the San Francisco district of the Tenderloin. It's San Francisco Dam. Welcome. It's your podcast today for Thursday, July 9th, 2020. Wow, it's a beautiful day in San Francisco. How are you guys doing all over the world? Thank you for coming along on this journey. We are at our 70th podcast. This podcast got started April 4th, 2020. It was an incubation for about seven years. That was a cycle of when my husband got sick and died. He had a terminal cancer. It's a long, tragic story. Here I am. My background is performance art and public cable access. I'm one of the godmothers of San Francisco Public Access TV. A lot of people know me as Dee Dee Russell. I go by my married name, Lefrac, in order to honor the late, great Richard Lefrac, who was my husband, co-producer, and best friend soulmate. We were close for over 30 years, so this one's for you, Richard. So, I am talking today about defending the police. I know this could make me a target. Some people might want to cancel me. Listen, y'all. I am unpopular. I'm a cult artist. I barely have 400 followers on Twitter. As I'm recording this, I have 389 followers. I am not trying to become famous. I am firmly comfortable with my cult artist status, mixed media, multiple award winning artist, kind of underground. If it wasn't digital, the digital world, I would be underground. I would be an underground artist as is. That's what I feel like. So... I'm here to defend the police. I'm going to give you some stories and go fast because this podcast is under 10 minutes. You know, I have had several run-ins with the police. Uh, Two of them were my fault. I'm going to quickly tell you the two that were my fault. I have never had a policeman step to me like unsolicited and hassle me. And I'm talking for and defending and advocating three people, people. Me, myself, and I, I'm not one of those pro-black male, black women that talk about our black males, our black males. Listen, I'm middle-aged. I know the favor isn't returned. I am from the single mother culture. My parents divorced. My father abdicated the family. My, My Mainly, most of my neighborhood was single mothers where the fathers weren't coming back home. So miss me with that. We have to protect the black males. No, I'm not into gender role reversal. Okay, I have to keep it real for me. So anyway... Um, it was when I first moved to the Tenderloin. I had lived in different neighborhoods of San Francisco, had a cute little studio, 500 block of Larkin, and I was living with my little white boyfriend. We were punk rockers. I worked in a beauty business. I was a thin, pretty, beautiful young girl. You know those enthusiastic young girls. So walking down the street, drinking beer. Cop walks up and like, what the heck are you doing? Like drinking beer. I start yapping at the cop. What's wrong with us drinking beer? I was in the wrong. The cop wrote the ticket out for my boyfriend. And he looked at me and he says, you better be glad that I just ran out of tickets or you would be getting a ticket for open container. I was at fault. So that's one time. Second time later on, and this was maybe about mm, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, me and another white guy were walking down Gary between Leavenworth and Jones Street smoking some marijuana. I have to keep it real. I haven't done that since. We're smoking marijuana. Cop walks up and like, what the heck are you doing? This is before you could go into the uh, places and buy pot. This was before Proposition 15 made it all popular. What are you doing? 
So he, the cop was mad. He took our IDs. He ran the IDs. Nothing came up. And he threw our IDs back and like, don't you do that again. You hear me just give you two instances where I was at fault. And I'm only speaking for me. I don't cover the entire black race when I speak. I don't cover black males when I speak. I cover Dee Dee Russell Lefrac. All right. And more and more black women are divesting and covering themselves. Let me keep going. So the major thing that police did for me, besides coming out when my late husband, Richard, would call them all the time for the homeless trying to take over or when my husband died and I'd call the police for certain things, which I'm not going to tell you guys what it was about. And they would always come out respectfully, being nice to me and not dehumanizing me. These are my personal experiences. One size doesn't fit all. Okay. So. My mom was a victim of my big sister being an elder abuser. I can make this a public statement because I have a copy of the restraining order and the uh, police report. My, you know, my whole family knows it. All my San Francisco friends knew it. I was advocating for my mom for years now. Just to cite, you know, get off the topic a little bit, elder abuse in families is usually the caregiver. It starts with bullying. A lot of family members ignore it, especially in African-American families where we have this weird, weird 70% of the homes are led by women. 70%. That's two-thirds of black homes. Black women are paying the bills. 75% of black kids are born out of wedlock where the black male didn't even think enough of the mother of his children to ask her to marry him. You think I'm defending that kind of that kind of male? I am not. Anywho, so my big sister was systematically elder abusing my mom. I reported it to uh, the Wisconsin elder abuse people. I got a social worker in there. I was advocating, doing the best I could. Um, she would unplug the phone. She would intimidate my mom. She had my mom living in squalor, uh, financial exploitation, and it ended in a physical assault. It was one day in November, and I, I had the intuition to call my mom. I'd been calling her, and the phone would ring, 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 later to find out that the evil elder abuser had been unplugging the phone, unplugging the phone. So I finally got through to my mom. I said, Mama, how are you doing? She said, Didi, Didi, help me. Help me, Didi. She's trying to kill me. She's trying to kill me. That's a pretty good imitation of my mother. And um, so what happened is my big sister snapped. She was, my big sister's psychotic. She's psychotic. And she physically assaulted my mother, who was uh, in home hospice at the time, people. So this is like a misty, misty moment for me to communicate this with you. And I start screaming. Richard's like, what's going on, Dee? So, you know, we got on the phone. I had him. You know, Richard was my advocate. I love you, Richard. Richard got on the phone. He called the Milwaukee Police Department. He told them what happened. They said, sir, we can't do anything because you're in California. <clears throat> we don't know if you're just making the story up. And he's like, well, how can I get you guys to get out there and, and go to her house? And he's like, well, you got to get the police, get the San Francisco Police Department. So what we had to do, we called the SFPD. San Francisco Police Department came out to our house. We told them the story. I was a mandated reporter because my mom screamed out my sister assaulted her the police took our phone and called the milwaukee police department and got the police to go to our family residence and they marched the elder abuser out in the middle of a snowstorm and made her leave the home misty moment 
So when people, you know, tell me their stories about police, I have to think about my interaction with police, how they have served, served me, my family, helped rescue my mom, remove their, the um, black people didn't remove the elder abuser from our home. The black community ignored it. They ignored it. Who did that? White police officers. So you guys can miss me with the defund the police. And as a widow currently living in the Tenderloin, I'm ignoring all this defund the police. Hey, SFPD, I want you guys to know that I appreciate you and I thank you for everything you did and for the officers that came out to my house and advocated for my mom. I can't thank you enough. Okay, so this is my public statement. Cancel culture wants to come for Dee Dee Russell Frack's little podcast. Listen, I'm underground. I'm a cult artist. I'm I'm from the public access community. I'm from the performance art artist community. I'm I don't have a reality show. I'm not trying to become famous. But if you try to cancel me, you are going to end up making me famous. Because I can't be canceled because I have no sponsors. This is a self-sponsored podcast. My statement is here. I stand.